the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Welcome to episode 20, my friends. Thanks for joining me today. I've recently been thinking about resentment. I know, what a topic to be thinking about. But it came from a comment made by Jennifer Finlayson Fife. She's a therapist, um, where she said in part that it's easier to resent someone than it is to address what's going on with yourself. And I looked up her actual quote, and what it is is it says, it's easier to resent your spouse for not valuing you than to value yourself enough to stand up for something that needs to be addressed. And I think that this is such an interesting concept because it truly is easier sometimes to resent other people than it is to bring up the topic that you need to address. So it's like easier to resent your coworker for not doing something than it is to have a conversation with them about why they're not doing it. It's also easier to resent your boss than it is to bring up an issue that you have. It's easier to resent someone that's helping you than it is to ask for exactly what you need or to make changes in yourself. So I think sometimes it's easier to resent other people than it is for us to actually sit down and make the changes in ourselves, like do the work on ourselves. It's easier to like place that blame outside which totally makes sense because it's so much easier to like say it's someone else's work to do than it is to take all the responsibility back and decide that it's our work to do. And I think resentment is one of those things where it's really easy to place that it's I resent you because you're not doing what I want done and therefore I don't have to do any work. And it's easier because it's kind of like this busy mind work. But the challenge is that it doesn't do anything for us. So it just really, really winds us up in the you should be different. Other people should be different because I'm right. And it doesn't create change. So your mind, when it's wound up like this, it's just creating more and more evidence about why the other person should be different than they are. And you know those reasons why they should be different very, very, very well. And I think we choose resentment because it does feel like it's action, but I kind of would put it in our category of passive action, where it's a bunch of mind action, but it's not any really outward actions that come from it, or they're sometimes very reactive actions if there is any, but it doesn't create that sustainable change that we want to have in our lives. It doesn't create improvement. It doesn't create growth when we stay in this place of resentment. And now sometimes I have to step back and say, no, I'm actually really okay with there being a bit of resentment in the world. I once heard John Maxwell say, and he said, a negative emotion is a strong catalyst, but it isn't a sustainable energy source. And I really, really love this, especially when we look at it from the perspective of resentment. Resentment can really show us that something needs to change. It can be a strong catalyst on like, okay, like I have to get some movement here, but we can't sustain change from that place. So we sometimes need negative emotion to get ourselves moving. So anger can be really powerful for this. I think resentment can fit in this category. 
The problem is, is we often get ourselves into trouble because we indulge in these emotions. So instead of using them as like a fire starter to get ourselves going, and then we shift into like sustainable emotions to fuel that fire and to keep it going long term, we will just try to stay in the fire starter mode for ever. And it just like it, it burns us out, right? Because it burns so quickly that we don't actually get anything that's actually sustainable. And so we do need to use these negative emotions as kind of that catalyst, those fire starters. And then we need to be able to shift into something positive that's more sustainable. And sometimes I think even something not even necessarily super positive, but something just like discomfort or recognizing that we're like, okay, I'm going through a change right now where I'm making changes right now. So this isn't going to feel really, really positive in a way, but that we're feeling ourselves from something that isn't as like reactive as something like resentment can be. I think the other reason we choose resentment is it feels quite powerful. And the challenge once again, is that we lose the power in resentment because we're so much focused on what other people should be doing and we have no control over that. So although we feel very powerful because we're in that state of like, I'm going to control the world, I'm going to control other people, we don't actually have power there. And so it's like, it feels powerful, but it's not actually powerful. And so we need to be able to shift out of those emotions to be able to make the really sustainable changes that we want to make. And we often want other people to change instead of having to take on the work of changing ourselves just because it's easier, right? Like, like if you change, I don't have to change. That's fantastic. And I don't have to do the work. Like I don't have to learn how to set boundaries. I don't know. I have to learn. I don't have to learn how to treat myself really, really well. I don't have to learn how to take care of myself because I place that responsibility on you. Challenges is they are not doing it well. And then we're resenting them for not doing it. When we want to step out of resentment, we want to take on that emotional load ourselves for ourselves, not take on their emotional load, but take on our own and to be able to start to shift ourselves through resentment and be able to make the changes and have the things be different that we want and be able to get the support that we really need in our lives. One other thing with resentment is often when we're resenting people, they don't even know it. Like unless we're doing like kind of reactive things to them, if we're we're kind of yelling at them or we're giving them silent treatment or we're doing things like that from resentment, they might have an idea. But there's a lot of times that they don't even know that we're resenting them. So they're taking through their lives just like peachy cane, life is good. And we're sitting over here just doing in resentment. And it doesn't help anybody. Like it definitely doesn't help us and they have no clue. And sometimes they would be more than willing to make changes. Other times they're not. And so we may need to look at resentment and be like, okay, I'm feeling resentful. I can learn something from this. And then we need to get spurred into action. But you never let yourself stay in resentment. You want to move into something that's much more functional because when you have to work from the place of resentment, it'll catch up to you. It's very similar to how we story fondle, where we go over and over and over again. And we just create evidence for our own thinking and why it's true. Another quote from Jennifer Finlayson Fife is she says, Resentment is a signal that there is something that needs to be addressed in your life. It's the canary in the coal mine. Pay attention to it. And I think this is so neat to think about. So it's like we can use resentment as a warning signal. We can use it as a catalyst. And those are two very powerful ways to use 
this negative emotion. Our negative emotions are ultra useful in telling us where change is needed or giving us warning signals that something's going on there or there's something that we need to redress. And so it's really important that you take the time to find out why you're resentful. And where I commonly see resentment is pretty interesting. Um, In businesses often, um, I'll see it for success. So it's where someone else received a promotion, someone else got praise, someone else got an opportunity, that opportunity didn't come my way, somebody didn't say thank you for something I had done. It's like we're mad at other people's success. Um, And even like someone took credit for the work that I've done. So it's like someone else was successful. I didn't get credit for it. And we we get into resentment there. And there's definitely probably some actions and some conversations that need to happen when some of these things go on. But once again, we don't want to be living and working from resentment. We want to be using that as a warning signal and a catalyst for change. I often see resentment for mistakes. So this is where someone's behaved poorly when they do or say something that's like wrong or insensitive. And I often see it for consequences. So this is where the outcome comes out negative, people having to pay the price for other people's actions and also for impact. So this is where there's like a really negative impact on somebody else and like maybe somebody having to do more work or somebody missing out on personal time. So this is a big one in that I see in the agriculture industry is like, well, we have busy seasons. We're missing baseball games because we're out on the cedar or, you know, it's calving season and we're missing events because we have calving. And that kind of resentment feeding our emotion can be make those jobs even harder and make those seasons even harder because we're wanting to be two places at once. And that can really, really fuel resentment. So you want to take a step back sometimes from those and recognize the things that it's like, okay, where can I make a change in this? And where is just resentment telling me that something is really, really important to me? And there's actually nothing I can change except acknowledge how important it was for me to be there and I couldn't be there. And then it's good to often look at the thinking that usually fuels resentment. So that's often is thinking that people should be different than they are, that they should live up to their words every time, that their actions should match their word. I'm thinking that people should make things easier for us. Wanting to be two places at once, like I wish I was there, can sometimes be an indicator of resentment for you. I'm thinking that you're entitled to something, so I should have received that. And just even not getting what we want and that kind of belief that we should have got that thing. And the other piece is like often trying to earn approval from other people and then they don't deliver the approval in the way that we wanted them to. So lots of ways that we can feel resentment. And I think it's just the most powerful piece that we want to sit there and understand that resentment truly can be used as a warning signal or a catalyst to help us know the things that we need to address in our lives. So if you're feeling resentment, this would be my kind of three takeaway things to do. And the first is to understand why. Understand why you are feeling resentment. What is the viewpoint you have for the resentment? What are the things that need to be addressed? Why haven't you addressed them? And what is so important to you that you're not getting? Those are good questions to ask when you're in a moment of resentment. The second thing is to really determine what's in your control. So that is your thinking, your attitude, and your actions. Those things are in your control. 
And there's a lot of times that when we're in resentment, we're trying to take on things that are outside of our control. So really narrow that down of like, okay, if you understand why you're feeling resentment, and then take a look at like, where do you have a bit of control? And then once you've determined those things, then I would go into the third, which is actually take action. Sometimes you need to be making requests. Sometimes you need to be going and getting help. Life coaches are really powerful for helping you figure out these thought patterns that might be leading to resentment. So if you're struggling with that, go and get someone to help show you that. And the second piece is to sometimes take care of ourselves. So understanding that resentment comes from us thinking that we have unfulfilled needs. And so where can you fill those needs for yourself? And where can you help yourself through that? Friends, we have so much more power in our emotional lives than we think we do. And I really want you to take a look at yours because there's so many more things that you can do and that you do have control of to be able to create the exact emotional life that you want. So I want you to go and work on creating that. So it'll be so much fun. Have a wonderful week. for listening my friends if you enjoy this episode please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts and stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities